Hi everyone and welcome to Zobsessed. I'm here with a friend of the pod, Lucy Smith. Hey Lucy. Hello. <laughs> We're excited. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming back. We have a special episode today. Um, we're in Gooch Week at the moment, a really awkward point between Christmas and New Year, mm-hmm. but we are doing a special episode, Dating Projections from the Dateless. Yes. And this is our kind of reflection on 2023, the year that was, looking to 2024. For anyone, are we going, this is one for the single dolls, right? Do we think it is? This is one for the single dolls, but more specifically, the single dolls looking for love. Mm. Yes, yes. We don't want, if you just want something casual, maybe not yet for you. Yeah. We want people that are looking for something more serious. Yeah. Into 2024. Because I think that is something that we've been parking for a while. And I think it's something that to admit to is maybe seen as a little bit desperate or, you know, maybe I'm also someone who gets a little bit woo-woo in that I don't really like to speak things into existence because I'm not meant to be looking for it, Right. So I think that's kind of where we want to, I don't know, unearth some of those myths in this episode. Yes, we're disregarding all of those mm. um, feelings and we're just biting the bullet and getting into it, no matter how desperate we look. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, so dating projections from the dateless. Lucy, first of all, I want to hear from you. What makes you an authority on this subject? Well, this is the thing. I feel like I have such good intentions when it comes to dating, when it comes to relationships, all the rest of it. But I think we've spoken before here on the pod about how I've never been in a long-term relationship. I've never really had a proper boyfriend. And this year alone in 2023, I have not gone on a single date. (laughs) So let's just say our mission for this episode, I think is very relevant to me going into 2024. But I think what is interesting is sometimes when you are, I don't know, not really partaking or out in the field as much as you'd like. People come to advice because maybe you have a presence or a confidence in this area. You speak on it really well. So I think that's why people come to me for advice on it. But I'm not implementing the advice in my own life. <laughs> so this is almost a bit of a, I don't know, checking myself a little bit in this episode, I think. What about you? What do you think gives you the authority? Oof. I have a sim- similar sentiment to you. I... I've been single for like over two years now and I haven't gone on many dates this year, maybe more so in the more recent months, but I think I'm someone that's ready, ready for it in 2024. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm going to be taking on the advice that we give. Why do you think you haven't gone on many dates coming to the latter part of 2023? Did something shift for you? Well, I had like Tinder and Hinge like all throughout the first half of the year and nothing was going on. Like, I was like, well, where, where are my matches? Where is anyone that I'm interested in? Yeah. Pretty non-existent. So I was like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm deleting all the apps. And then in the last couple of months, I've been going on dates without the apps. And it's like, hmm, this is interesting. Mm. So I reckon we should talk about that more. Because yeah. I think the way we can frame this is almost a bit like our 2024 ins and outs. Yes. And you'll be seeing that a lot this week coming into the new year, you'll be seeing ins and outs lists. And I think this is our projection, if you will, of the ins and outs of dating for 2024. So do you want to kick us off? Let's start with the, I reckon we're seeing off the year. Let's start with an out. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I reckon something that can't go into 2024. (laughs) Cannot continue. (laughs) Is Grindr. 
I'm going to say it. So talk to me about this because I'm not a homosexuale man uh, <laughs> or anyone really who uses Grindr. What's, what's the vibe? Grindr is like the most sexual app you mm. could ever be on, I would say. As someone who's used it maybe over a few years, where do you think the app is at in 2023? The app is like you go on it. You literally see, for anyone who doesn't know, the app is... You log on to Grindr, you usually don't have your name on it. You have your age, you have your like physical things about you, like what position you prefer, um, your height, your weight. Mm. Um, you will go onto the app and see the grid of photos. It's usually just torso pics or blank profiles okay. even. For anonymity, for privacy reasons usually? Yeah. yeah. Like you could have people that are discreet on the app, mm. um, a broad range of reasons. Um, but then you'll log on the app and you're just like open your chats and people will send you a dick pic before saying hello. <laughs> and is it, is it, does it have a, look, is there a dick warning? You know what I mean? Is there a kind of, maybe it's blurred or maybe it's like a. I mean, you can, there's now an NSFW album that you can create, oh, which means you I can see. quickly like lock it and unlock it to certain people. Um, ah. And that, you'll know that that is like, you'll see a dick pic or, a whole pick. But for in. some people, you're just going full hog immediately yep. when you open up the ride. Which you're like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and it's fu- it's confronting. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but I have realized that Grinder, it's got to be it's got to be out for 2024. Out for 2024 for people who want something more? You know, because if you were just having casual sex, hanging out, wanting to kind of just meet people and make that your priority... Maybe you wouldn't mind the rogue dick pic. Maybe, you know, like unsolicited. Mm. But do you believe, like we said, if you're looking for something more, if you're looking for a relationship, Grinder is out? 100%. Mm. Grinder is perfect if you want casual sex. Or it can be perfect. Um, although you can have some like not so positive experiences as well. I once had um, someone catfish me and they came to my house. <gasps> they wedged themselves between the front door and like the screen and I opened the door and I was like, whoa, like he was <gasps> there and he literally tried to push himself into my house and I went, nah, 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 nah. Like you are not, you are not the man in the photo, oh. in the photos. And he was like, he tried to say that he was and then he just like, he changed a bit and I was like, <gasps> nah, you are a complete different person. I'm sorry. And I literally had to shoo him away like a stray dog. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, get, go on, get, get home. <laughs> out of it oh my god and isn't that that's the thing with these apps you know what i mean it is it's a risk it's a risk you need to take in order to meet up with these people especially when there is that element of anonymity which people are entitled to but like far out yeah i also think as well to your point i know from using apps like field right you go into it being I'm just, whatever happens, happens. And if something more happens, sure. Okay, I'm up for that. But like, I'm going to go in casual, etc. And I think maybe, is this the year that we admit you might not meet the love of your life on Grindr? I completely agree. And I think that's why apps like Grindr and Field have to be out. Because if you're looking for something um, more emotional, something more involved, I think you're highly unlikely going to find it on those um, highly sexual apps Mm. and if you are using those apps and you're ticking like the physical intimacy need i think then part of you is going to 
not be putting that energy into finding something more mm. with a, a more emotional connection. Yeah, because you're already kind of scratching that itch. Yeah, so, exactly. Because yeah. if you're like, well, I can go get a route tonight. I don't need to go on the date tomorrow. Yeah. It's you almost know? like tricking your brain into, yes, fulfilling a need. Yeah. Without honoring the need that you really want. Exactly. So can we say Field and Grinder? Mm. they have their purpose. Yeah. If you're looking for something more, get off me in 2024. Yeah. Lead with the apps that tailor to your need. Ah! We're calling it. So give me another tip. What's... Okay. So one thing that I've noticed particularly in 2023... You mentioned earlier about how getting on apps like Hinge and Tinder, people were not replying to you or maybe they weren't even matching with you. I believe that there is a digital fatigue that we were all experiencing. So when I, I was the same. So I hopped back on Tinder for a time there. I'm in and out of Hinge. And I find that when I'm on these apps, I'm getting little to no matches. When I do match with someone, there's maybe a couple of back and forths and then someone gets left on red. I've been guilty. They've been guilty. And I don't take it personally. And the reason I don't take it personally is because I believe we are all genuinely going through a digital fatigue. I think at this point, post-pandemic, we are all a little bit fed up with being accessible on so many different platforms. I know for a fact that there's currently people that I need to message back on Instagram. I've got a Facebook message waiting for me, an iMessage, maybe even an email. There are so many different portals that people can reach you, right? And these are people that we love, that we want to see, that we genuinely want to hang out with. So when there's this dating app in the background with some fucko that you don't really know that you're not (laughs) invested in, unfortunately... They are the person you might leave on red, especially when you don't really have the intention there, you know, and we're talking about need and intention and that kind of thing. I I kind of think dating apps are going to be out in 2024 if you don't intend on using them properly. Yeah. You know, if get off there, if you don't have the chutzpah to see it through, there's so many like, you know, profiles on there that are completely unused. They're just there clogging up the feed i just think if you're on them be on them and if you're not they're out stop downloading them stop and like i can see hinge and tinder their marketing campaigns they are popping their pussies right now trying to get gen z on there right Mm. and i'm and i think they've also done really great work when it comes to like consent when it comes to awareness around, you know, what you mentioned earlier with catfishing incidents and things like that, holding people accountable, they're taking on all the feedback. Mm. But unfortunately, I think people are just tired. Yeah. I think they're sick of looking down at their phone. And that's going to lead into one of my ins a little bit later on. But for now, I just think dating apps are out if you don't plan on using them with your chest. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I actually re-downloaded Hinge for the first time in months mm. um, last week. How's it looking at this time of oh, year? It's bleak. Yeah. And all it is is the same people. Are you getting on there and seeing the same cunts that yes. you've been on there for five? And I think, and I go, I look at her and I go, this guy's still on here? But then I'm like, is he looking at me going, this chick is still on here? What's wrong? And but, dare I say, same photos from five years ago. Uh, I know this guy. Yeah. And it's it's so interesting. But yeah, bleak at this time of year. Well, look. So bleak. and But I changed my, um, my profile. As in like, I was more explicit on it. I said, one of the prompts was, you should not go out with me if. And I said, and I haven't got any like hits on this particular prompt. On the prompt, yeah. 
Um, but I said, you should not go out with me if you're not looking for something a little more substantial. Oh, good. And like that, I'm a bit like, I think if I had have seen that on someone else's profile, I'd be like, Ugh, yuck. So I don't know why I think it's going to work for me, but I figure if I'm a little bit more explicit in the fact that I'm looking for something more. Yes. Maybe. Because I think with where we're at, we need to, I think being coy is out for 2024. Like, you know, I just think gone are the days of, yeah, filling in your dating profile and having, you know, what's one thing you're sick of? Filling out these prompts. Like, I honestly just think we need, and and when you've gone on there and someone's just like filled out all the prompts, because you have to on apps like Hinge, gone in there and filled out all the prompts with just emojis or Xs, so they're just fulfilling the box tick. And it's kind of like, what do I learn about you from this profile? Mm. I'm not saying go in there and tell me everything about yourself. I find that a little bit, I'm like, leave something up to the imagination. But I think getting on there with your intentions, which is the opposite of apps like Grindr and Field when it comes to relationships. Yeah. Yeah. If I see one more photo of someone bouldering, I'm going to stick a fork in my eye. They love it. Like, but also at the same time, solidarity for the bouldering guys and for the guys holding fish. Those are some of the only instances where men feel comfortable asking their friends to take a photo of them. <laughs> I'm being true. serious. Like if one of the guys is at, you know, at a rooftop party or something and he hands his friend his phone and says, hey man, can you take some photos of me? It'd be like, whereas when he's bouldering or when he's fishing... Well, they're, yeah, they're taking a photo of the fish for measurements, you know, or they're taking a photo of the bouldering to show how high you go, you know, like so I feel for those guys and I feel like men holding fish have gotten a really bad rap in recent years. But unfortunately, I see the vision because that is the only instance where men have photos of themselves that mm. aren't selfies. Unless you've got a good set of friends who are happy to take some candids of you. That's why so many men have photos of themselves with monuments and at tourist locations. Because <laughs> it's the only chance they get to take a photo of themselves. So, I feel for you fellas. It's hard. And that's the thing. But, you know, the gals, the femmes, they're out here with these gorgeous profiles. I am, like, absolutely, like, winning on my profile as far as I'm concerned. With aesthetics, with... And I just look at some of these, these profiles and I'm like... God, this is is not showing me who you really are because I know that these photos are outdated. However, I also don't really trust my taste on dating apps because I will sometimes go through and look at the photos of a guy that I'm seeing who I've met organically and when my friends are like, can you show us a pic? And I'm struggling to find a good photo of him. So then when I go on and, you know, there are men who I've dated, who I've met organically that I would not have swiped to on a dating app. Yeah, yeah. Purely because maybe they don't photograph well or they don't have photographs or it would have been, yeah, those ones that I mentioned. So then when I'm on the apps and I'm loving a guy's profile and his photos, I'm like, but will there be chemistry? Is it actually good? So I don't know. That's one of the reasons that I, I'm open to getting back on them and using them properly like we've talked about and with intention, mm. but... It's hard. It is hard. It's fucking hard. I was reading this book and it had a theory on that. And the theory was that a higher percentage of people on uh, dating apps have avoidant attachment styles. So these are people that are constantly in the dating pool because they 
aren't progressing or getting into longer term relationships because of their attachment styles. So therefore you're seeing, that's why you're seeing a lot of the same people on dating apps. They're just continuously there. Yeah, potentially. That is so interesting. Do you know what your attachment style is? Um, I think I'm like secure. Same. But I think I can easily go into a little bit of anxious attachment. And that is why... We have the authority to speak on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A 2023 dating um, in. In. I'm all for brief, quick dates. We're in a cost of living crisis. I don't want to be committing to a whole dinner with you Mm. when I don't know you. What I want is say, let's go meet at the pub. Six o'clock. It's happy hour. Let's get a beer or even a coffee in the morning. Let's commit to one drink. Then we can suss the chemistry and then we can either keep drinking or go for dinner. But I'm done with committing to whole evenings with boring fucking men when there's no chemistry. Okay. I love this. So I think one of the reasons that I haven't gone on a date this year is because I have been so busy. I've been tired and... One of the things that turns me off is looking at my week and going, you're telling me I've got to dedicate an entire Wednesday night to this guy who I don't know. And I've got work in the morning. And, you know, whereas you could just go for one drink at six o'clock. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, you're out of there by 6.45. Yeah. Even 6.30. Yeah. I'm really into this. And when you are organizing it, do you set that kind of intention with them from the beginning like hey yep let's hang out on this date one drink i did i did on one i said <sighs> um yeah let's go get a quick drink um and then see see how we go from there yeah and i thought it went great <laughs> <laughs> but what and happened? i get a message after <laughs> saying that um they're not uh in a position to date other than casually and I'm like, why don't you just wasted two, two hours of my life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that impression on the date that they were only open to casual hangs? I mean, I think I slipped up because I think they did mention it earlier, earlier. <laughs> 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 but, but I chose to overlook it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no more. No more. no more. No more pursuing yeah. people that aren't emotionally available. Yes. Yes. That That's... aren't emotionally available. Yes. So in emotionally available people and establishing that before you hang out, at least getting a vibe. Yep. <laughs> Just getting a vibe. <laughs> and 30 minute dates, one, one order in and out. And if it's good, continue. But yep. if not, you've already set, you've already set the precedent that it's going to be one drink, yep. one beverage. Yep. Okay. So my housemate's friend goes on so many dates. Every other day I'm hearing a story about a date that she went on and I said to my roommate the other night, how does she do it? How does she go on so many dates? Because she is someone who works a full-time job, has a very fruitful social life and she books them in around existing social occasions. So you've got dinner with the girls at seven, she'll book in a date at six and she uses your method, right? So one drink. 
And then there quite literally is something that she, you know, I know there's sometimes this thing that you make a bit of a lie or you kind of fib that you've got something to go to and then, oh, it gets cancelled. How lucky are we? (laughs) But she genuinely is like, no, I'm going to book it around existing social occasions where I'm already dressed up, ready to go. I already have the energy and the mental preparation that I am going to be socialising and committing part of my night and part of my week to that. So she... She just plans them around. And I was, I was like, that is genius. And I know that it seems so obvious saying it out loud, but I'm just kind of like, that is such a good way of doing it. That does require one thing that I don't have. What? Forward thinking. Mm, planning. Tea. Scheduling. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know what I'm doing next Thursday. I know. I don't know what social events I'm like going to. I don't know what I'm doing in two days time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So give me another projection. So off the back of us feeling a digital fatigue, being tired of looking at our phones, something that I think will be in for 2024 is a pre-smartphone approach to dating. I reckon we're going to see a renaissance of speed dating, double dates, friends in relationships organizing a double date with their two singles, meeting parties where people or what would you call them um singles parties where Mm. you know an event space puts on something where a bunch of people can go and meet and maybe it's exclusive maybe you need to send a little profile before you go and get access i genuinely believe that that is something that we're craving and that we will lean into if we have the confidence and the willingness to do it right And I know that there are some collectives in Australia who are already doing that. I see it a lot in the queer community as well. I think they've got that shit on lock. But I think, you know, speaking from a hetero perspective, I think it's something that we do need to lean into a little bit more and just kind of embrace. Like, and I I know for a fact that a lot of the um, collectives that do organise speed dating or meetups for um, single hetero people, they are begging women to invite their single male friends because a lot of men aren't just going to go to these things. But I really hope that, yeah, we kind of, I don't know, see a bit more creativity with that and Mm. a bit more fun. Like I just think we need to – I think we have reached a point recently where we're taking dating so seriously. We're thinking four steps ahead before we've even met someone. Let's just go to these meetups or just kind of like, I don't know, Approach things with just a little bit of play. Yeah. I think that's what's missing. Yeah. I actually saw one of the those like new dating events um, happening in Sydney called Cupid's Club. Mm. And that looked cool. It right? looked so much fun. It looked really cool. And they had DJs and it was kind of in a warehouse space. I think if you get the right people in events who can tailor things that are actually fun to go to and not lame, let's go. Yeah. Because you know? like in my head, speed dating, it feels very something that a recently divorced 60-year-old man is Right? Doing. We need to change the narrative and the perception. <laughs> and I know that this is something that people would get around and want to get around. I think we just have to, we just got to take the leap. And yep. someone in events needs to organize this. So let me know if you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I truly believe pre-smartphone retro dating techniques are going to be in for 2024. We should organize one. Should we? Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, there's an obsessed <laughs> dating party. <laughs> Um, this one's a bit of a rogue projection for 2024. I reckon an out is fucking on first date. (gasps) Tell me more. I think maybe we should give it a bit more time to like marinate. Oh my God. Are you in your conservative era? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no grinder, no fucking on first date. No like. Oh my god, that is you. No grinder, no, no fucking the first date. Lead with intention, okay? <laughs> In Christian organizations and youth groups. <laughs> In abstinence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but genuinely, no, 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 no. Tell me more. Tell me more. I just think that maybe you know I'm I don't know if I'm going to practice what I preach. But <laughs> but I think it could be an end to just allow yourself to try to connect with a person and enjoy the playfulness of a first date and that like chemistry without jumping straight to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like have fun with that connection or the emotional connection first. Have fun with the flirtiness for one date. And then maybe the second date you can take it to the bedroom. Yeah. Which I mean, maybe that's just general practice, but... You know what I think? Wait. (laughs) You're like, maybe other people are doing that. I'm not. I love that you're saying that with a little bit of trepidation. You're like, I don't know. (laughs) But remember, as you're listening to this, these are kind of our projections if you are someone who wants to be in a relationship and wants something more than casual sex. Can't say that I'm going to stick to them. (laughs) Okay, let's go on to our final projection. So, our final in and out for 2024. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is a little bit overarching, a little bit obvious. But if I have to see one more video on TikTok of a girl, full beat, hair done, fit on, sitting in her car or in her bedroom because someone has cancelled on their date half an hour beforehand or hasn't replied to the message about what the plan is or what time they're meeting. Because that's the thing. We've spoken about making these connections, right? Let's say you get to the point with someone of matching, meeting, finally organizing a plan, only for that plan to fall through within 20 minutes of the arrival time. I think, yeah, post-pandemic, it is a symptom of us being maybe socially overwhelmed, socially fatigued, but I'm getting really tired of people committing to plans that they have maybe no intention of seeing through. Mm. People pleasers, I know you're listening. (laughs) Stop saying yes to plans that you have no intention of following through with. And it counts for dating as well. And everyone does it. We've all been susceptible to it. Things happen. But I just, you know, which kind of I think leads to My out for 2024 is non-committal planning and my in is F yes or not at all. Fuck yes or not at all. If you're not, if, if the prospect of hanging out with this person doesn't kind of excite you or allure you or make you keen and, and unmissable, this date is unmissable, then don't do it. Save yourself and that person the hassle and the makeup. Okay. Yeah. Speaking from experience. You know, I think I think that's yeah, that's where I'm yeah. Save the person the hassle and the makeup. Um, I think my final in projection for twenty twenty four, and this is something we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And something we're excited about as well. Something we're I'm very, very excited about. Mm-hmm. I think that this is something that we need to actually fully spread the word about yes. and this needs to be done. And that is a referral process. Yes. So you go on a date. It's fine. There wasn't the chemistry, but you like the person. You think, oh, well, Charlie could be great for my friend, Megan. 
mm-hmm. I'm going to let him know that he should message Megan. Or I'm going to tell Megan, I'm going to hook them up. Yeah. We need to have a referral process with Ref- dating. Refer them on, you know? Not for me, but great for someone else. Yeah. I love this because sometimes you go on dates with people and you think, God, you're a legend. And what a shame that this isn't going to go anywhere in any kind of capacity because, well, we've gone on a date and there's no sexual chemistry or maybe I just don't foresee a relationship <laughs> with you. But You said all you need to say with legend. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. <laughs> Like, this guy could be my buddy. <laughs> this guy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. But it's a shame that they're not going to be in my life anymore. But you can maybe think of someone who would be good for them. And I kind of think testimonials. This could even be a feature on a dating app or another dating oh. app in itself. Yeah. Like, like you, you link see- with your single friends. Oh, my God. It's like you look at someone's profile and you're like, oh my God, this guy loves warehouse parties and plants and seems to like going to F45. He'd be so good for my friend, blah. And if they have a profile, boom. <gasps> IP Lucien Fraser. Have we, yeah, <laughs> copyright this. Oh my gosh. I also think as well, people in relationships, help your single friends yeah, out. If you've met something, like I think we're now beyond the valley of, you needing to stay out of it. In, in 2024, get involved. If you meet someone who you think is fabulous and fun through work or socializing and you think, God, my single friend would really get along with this person, set it up. Yeah. Of course, you know, get permission first or suss the waters, but set it up. Refer on. No more shame. Be shameless in dating. I think, yeah. Be shameless in referrals. Shameless. Coy is out. Legends are in. Legends are in. (laughs) Oh, well, there you have it. There's the dating projections from the dateless. Mm. My projection for 2024, a date, any date, going on one date. Yeah. But I hope this advice was helpful. And you know what? I think we have learned something from this as well. I don't want to wrap this up in a little bow like, and we learned so much along the way. But genuinely, I really want to hold myself accountable with this list. Me too. And I'm genuinely excited about referring Mm -hmm. and being referred. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lucy, for joining for this special air. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) And thank you so much for everyone listening. Um, This is actually the last ep for 2023. So thank you for those that have been here for the ride. Um, Looking forward to coming back in the new year. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all the things. uh, And I'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye.